Do you know what an REO is? An Oreo? R, no, not an Oreo. Uh, uh, an R-E-O, R-E-O. Real estate? What's the O stand for? E-organization? Owned, real estate owned. That's what happens when a property goes to foreclosure. We call it an REO. Mm -hmm. And FHA loans have much higher REOs. That is, they go to foreclosure rather than to loss mitigation or to non-foreclosure alternatives like short sales than comparable loans at the GSEs. Wake up, wake up, get up, get up. This is Reasonably Woke. We are back. <laughs> back, we baby. We are back. We are back. I got Esta in the studio. It's good. We actually were able to um, do like a quick uh, Pharaoh. You know, he's working right now or he's busy. So, yo, yo, Pharaoh. He, yep. By the light. He is minute. back. Pharaoh is back. <laughs> the Pharaoh. darkness has been around. But <laughs> we can come through. Pharaoh is <laughs> back. back a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, Pharaoh, give them, give them, give the listeners, you know, a, a, a little synopsis, man. We missed you, dude. It's, it, you know, we held the fort down, you know, Ed Side and I. Bit. But, you know, we missed you, Pharaoh. Look, look, I gotta thank my brothers, the fellow kings, for holding down the kingdom while we were besieged. Amen. Uh, <laughs> he said besieged. But tough times make tough people and not the other way around. Uh, so I can't complain. I thank my brothers for being there for me, holding down the fort, making sure we were still putting out that light for the people. Mm. Uh, I have some job things I had to take care of, some Amen. skills I had to learn, uh, and I, you know, had to jump tracks. Amen. So, you know, tracks is new. We'll see how they flow out. But stable enough to be back among the brotherhood. I like it. I like it. So we are blessed to uh, to have Pharaoh's presence here again. Um, that's not what's the word, dude. Big stuff popping. Yeah, man. Finally opened up. Finally Big opened stuff popping. Give it to him. Give it to the listeners. Give it to yeah, everybody. Man. I don't know. For the last like couple of months, I've been working on um, doing all the marketing for this place, Harlem Wine Room. And on Thursday, we finally opened up. Had a yes. soft lawn. soft opening. So you're, you know, you're in Harlem. You want to get some wine? Come, come on down. Shout out to uh, Jules Driver. Jules Driver. JulesDriver.art, I believe it is, on Instagram. You know, he actually went ahead and painted. Yo, that painted was some logo. really dope painting. I want to see if we can, like, put that up, you know, in our thing when we, when, yeah, when yeah. we release this. That would be really dope <laughs> because it was it was a great time. The Malbec was flowing, you uh, know. All the wine was flowing. The Malbec was flowing. <laughs> Spencer's mouth was all dyed, like, uh, purple. <laughs> <laughs> look, all dyed look, you purple. Know, if you're going to be a wine dude, you got to, you know partake i was actually interestingly um enough that we were just talking about wine for 2.2 seconds so i was actually uh when i played basketball earlier today mm -hmm. uh one of the guys loves you know wine and we were talking about it uh mm -hmm. and he gave me this um wine choice to try i think it's awesome. yo quick 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 thing yeah. hazel what about fans wants to give a shout out on the uh oh the yes today? we got fans you let shout them out yeah have them go ahead shout shout, shout us out all right, yeah, one of my brothers here. He said he's been listening to the podcast for a while. Yeah. Tell me who you are, brother. Yo, yo, what's good, brothers? This is uh, Chance Craig. Uh, nice to be on the podcast with y'all. Yes. Um, yo, taking care of my good brother, Adrian Phillips Smith, man. This is a brilliant guy, bro. Uh, the the all father, Black Fox <laughs> King. We in here, man. <laughs> yes, we appreciate you, brother. We definitely keep, keep appreciate you. Keep up the good you. work, y'all. Keep up the good work, spreading the truth, yo. Yes, yes, I definitely do appreciate that. I'm glad we have, you know, a couple of listeners. I mean, it's going to, you know, you keep massaging it, and shit will grow. <laughs> that, you, true, it'll, it, it will keep growing, you know. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes, like Donald Trump's hairline, you know. Sometimes they, they massaged it with all the fucking needles in his toupee and shit. Massage? I don't know about that. Maybe they sculpted it out of and they meaning They meaning the strippers and the prostitutes and the porn stars. I, you know, I ain't got comment that's, on that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, who, that's who we're, uh, we're talking about. But... Uh, our beginning intro, dude, Ben Carson. Let's just get to it. Let's stick politics right now. Ben Carson over here showing the the dunce that he is. Yeah, I think the, the Democrats are starting to get aggressive now. And we were talking about that. We need a slogan, dude. Like, we need these motherfuckers to keep, and these motherfuckers mean the Democrats. Mm -hmm. They need to hammer this shit. We got, like, incompetent people yeah. in the White House. At this ben point, Carson. 
you just gotta hit them where you know, like you just gotta make them look like idiots on TV now. Yeah. Right? Like that's the thing. Keep yeah. Telling the the world like, yo, these guys don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Mm. You gotta keep hitting them all the time on CNN, C-SPAN, stuff like that. Get them up there and make Have them start talking. One message. <laughs> what was the message you remember? It was uh, our last podcast. You said it. There was one message that you you were saying that the uh, Democrats should say. Oh, I just say they need one message. Oh, okay. Like all they, right. just, they all need to be saying the same thing all the time, every single time, so yes. that it kind of rings in people's yes. heads. Yes. Like. Like, you know, um, during when when Obama first came into office and he was still kind of battling. I believe or we believe or some shit. What was his? No, but it was more Mitch McConnell. Okay. So Mitch McConnell would always say, you don't raise taxes in a recession. That's He would say every single time. Yes. And it's sort of like it rings true in your mind, right? Like, oh, why are you raising taxes? And, yeah, you know, it like kind of burrows in. But he just, yeah. that's the only thing he would say. Democrats need to do the same thing. We need to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So break it down. What was what happened with Ben Carson? Was it last week or so forth? What, he was in a, a hearing and... Yeah. He was in the congressional hearing. Failed hearing that. And the the freshman um, Democratic congresswoman um, was asking him about housing policy. Yeah, as we heard. And the first question she asks him, so like the part that you don't hear in the clip, is she's just like, you know, why is the the housing authority so terrible at giving out loans? Mm. And he's like, I I don't know. Um, <laughs> we're gonna have somebody. I didn't prepare for that topic. Oh so we're gonna, no! Like this is you didn't prepare for it. What did you need to prepare? You should yeah. know this, aren't you? The 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 head person to or like your housing and be, urban development. Your answer should be something like, "Oh, we're not bad at it. We do all these great things." <laughs> like maybe that maybe that should be your answer. Right? Oh my goodness! And then she's just like, you know, um, you know. What do you think about these REOs? And he's like, Oreos? 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 She's like, no, that's no, not what not, it, not Oreos. She's it's like, R E O. And then he's like, real estate uh, organization. She said, what's the, what's the <laughs> O? He said, organization. And she was like, real estate it was like, owned. Like, it's, it's so bad. She was like, owned. And then she went through and just continued to like say, this is what this is. And, and this is exactly what this does. Like, you should know this, Ben Carson. And he's the head of housing policy, housing and urban development. You what else know. is he doing? You know what he's doing? <laughs> Him and his fucking wife are do are are uh, remodeling their uh, re- or renovating their, about office. their own real estate. That's what they're thinking about. They over here, <laughs> and then yeah, we're not going to get too much into that, but just the fuckery that is that is uh, Trump's cabinet. I want to keep going on though, okay? Uh, uh, and. I want to talk about, because this is really big that's going on with the abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, I think it was like seven or eight states, eight eight, eight, eight states, mm-hmm. I want to say, have signed on, like Al- uh, it was Alabama, Mississippi. Like, Sorry, all those seven states. You already know. <laughs> um, and so this abortion band, the reason why, you know, well, let me say this. Shout out to my one of my boys, Flip. DJ, uh, where I work at doing like bar mitzvahs and stuff like that, I MC and so forth. Mm-hmm. There, um, and you know, we have had our disagreements and debates right. about this. You know, um, not too long ago, when I was in my like rah rah, like democratic, like liberal, like stage, and I'm like yelling, dude, and sweating while I'm yelling, I'm trying, but now I'm like the. I'm You're glad. a little more calm and able Thank to. Thank you, you know? Because of this podcast. Because of this okay. podcast. Because of my brothers. Each one, teach one. Mm. I am my brother's keeper. Hashtag. Yes. <laughs> um, all right, so... With Flip, he was like, so we actually got on like the abortion thing and, and like, or even just the reason why he um, voted for Trump, right? So this yeah. was kind of, you know, after the election and, and so forth. So he was like, the main reason why I go for and let me ask you say this: Flip is uh, Hispanic, so we're, t- we're <laughs> I had to put that there. I had to put that there. He's from Chile. <laughs> he's it's, he's from Chile. Um, actually, just get that. It's fine. We can go off script a little bit. Pharaoh is calling back in. Like here, yeah, you can st- you you see it? All right. No, it's not on me. Well, yeah, you can stand up. It's fine. We're just taking a little brief intermission here. Did we get him? No, I think, so. think alright he's gonna call back well if he calls back you can just stand up and get that right. um, anyway so uh, Flip he is almost like the uh, the black conservatives the black Trumpers Candace Owen-ers you know uh-huh. um, and he was like the reason why I voted for you know Donald Trump is because you know I'm really big on abortion and he doesn't you know he uh, big on abortion where he is um, anti-abortion anti-abortion um, and so I was like, I understand, um, I understand that 
point, right? And I believe we may have mentioned this uh, a couple of times before where it's like um, people are going to vote sometimes their interest, not all all the time, but because he has that stance, this is, I don't, I'm anti-abortion, I don't believe in it, I Mm. can't. I can't rock with anybody else because, you know, I can't rock, you know, whatever it may be. I can't rock with the Democrats because, you know, I'm anti-abortion. I said, okay, Mm. I understand that you can, you know, have your belief in it. Right. Right. You know, um, but this is like huge because for me, it's like you're having men, white men, right? Mm. This is my overall like encompassing, like why don't like, I don't understand like the uh, the abortion, you know how how that's like all situated, right? Because you have a bunch of white men, and I think there was one white female, mm-hmm. um, I believe in Alabama. I want to say Alabama uh, when they passed that abortion bill, right? And I'm just like, how is it that men are making policy and laws on behalf of women? Mm-hmm. How is that? Give me something. You're sitting there looking no, at I me don't. dumbfounded. <laughs> <laughs> Give me something. I, I, um, I guess the way I view it is that. So, in what's democ- your stance? Let me say this. Well, what's no, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm 100% pro-choice. Okay, you know? good. Job. Okay, so we're we're I'm gonna forward, late term. Somebody <laughs> might get shot out at 11. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you're a bad kid. You might have to. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we got a one on that spelling test, bro. We gotta gotta get ready. <laughs> so S um, dot is definitely you know. he's, he's not with the children right now. You yeah. know, and I, so so okay. Let me just put this. So to our listeners, right, this is reasonably woke. We want to have, um, you know, free thinkers, you know, all around encompassing conversation mm-hmm. with, you know, things that may be hard to, you know, say and things are, are not hard to say, right, on both sides. Yeah. Um, so we're, this is our stance in regards to we are both pro-choice. I want to say Pharaoh is also right, pro-choice. Right, right. Um, so go ahead with the rest of, like, your thoughts of, like, you know, yeah, no, I, I just think that in so I think in a democracy, you have a lot of people making policy for lots of other people, right? Yeah. Like black people don't make laws just for black people, right? You True. make them for everybody. For everybody. So that's where it should happen. The problem is in a lot of these states, their 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 leadership is not representative of the people who live in the state, right? Mm. So your state is fifty fifty male, female, but your all of Congress is male. Okay. Like, you know, things like that. And yeah. that's where you get the problems where there's no representation of these voices. You you start to <laughs> Thank see this you. a lot. Yes. Like, in, how is this? Like, I just don't understand how there's not more people who are, like, protesting this and whatnot. Like, how is it that white men are able to tell, you know, in Alabama, right? Mm. White men uh, and one white woman are able to tell the plethora of other, like, you know, um, you know, citizens of Alabama and so forth, or, you know. But I would say even if there were more women on that panel, I mean, it's Alabama, right? Like, True. so, like, the majority of the people who are in those states are going to be evangelical Christians. Um, oh, they're going to be people yeah. who, you know, are... are Catholic. Well, no, just who are against abortion. Okay. Like, they're, they're all going to be kind of there. Yeah. So, I don't know if it would go a different way, even if there was more representation on there. Okay. I, um, okay. I can, I, can, I, can, I can dig that. But as yeah. far as, like, the nation as a whole and what they're trying to do and just how, you know, kind of backwards thinking this is, yeah. that's where I feel like the problem lies because, like, they were talking about the Supreme Court and how, I don't know what the percentages of Catholics are in America, but it's not 65%, which is, like, on the Supreme Court. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, like, and these all are the people, of, yeah, that's it's not did. representative of the people who live here, and that that lies the problem, because mm. you have these small minorities yeah. making policy for the majority of Americans. Gotcha. So, right now, um, and also they said that uh, the Missouri governor signs eight-week abortion ban into law, uh, and that was actually this past week that that's yeah. what happened. They tried to, um, I believe it was in Missouri, one of you know those states, um, that they tried to pass um, an abortion law where it was like at like six weeks. And they were like, most people, don't, like most women don't even know that they're pregnant at six weeks. In like, Alabama, it's at conception. That's what he, oh, shit. Alabama, so that one. Is, and one, it doesn't matter. And that's another. It's, keep going. Sorry. This oh. one state senator in Alabama said, abortion is legal up to the point a woman would know she's pregnant. <laughs> How yeah. retarded does that sound? 
like the second you know that you're pregnant, uh, abortion, abortion is, is illegal. Yeah. So like you can get it as long as you don't know that you have the kid. Like what kind of retardedness <sighs> kind is of, this? Yeah. But the whole the whole strategy is that they're making these laws because these laws are all unconstitutional, right? And, and the whole wide, idea wildly unconstitutional. And the whole idea is that they they get stricken down by the courts. You run it all the way up to the courts, the, Supreme, the Court, Supreme Court, and then and you, you have, have freaking Brett Kavanaugh and um what is the other dude on there? Don't ask me. I'm not too sure. <laughs> um, and, you know, and these guys get rid of Roe v. Wade, yep. passes it back down to the states, and now you can have these. Before, before I, like, kind of researched this, because I didn't do my research that I wanted to more in depth, but um, I was watching, you know, liberal news, Rachel Maddow, mm-hmm. and they were um, actually uh, Joyce Reed. Shout out Joyce Reed. Um, she was, uh, you know, in on that. And, um they said, because I was wondering, I was like, so Roe v. Wade, I'm thinking that's like a huge law that can't be like undone and all that other stuff for some odd reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like if, you know, if these states want to, they can, you know, rule out, you know, uh, Roe v. Wade or whatever the case is. And certain states, uh, I believe like Maine, I think they just passed, um, you know, a law saying that you don't you don't have to just get abortions. Uh, uh, I would say like in a hospital or whatever the case is, you can go to, you know, like a Planned Parenthood if they if they offer that or whatever. Mm. But it's up to the states uh, at this point in time, states' rights. <laughs> uh, and, you know. Well, no, no, no. So So right now it's not up to the states. Okay. That was what Roe v. Wade kind of dictated. Yeah, because that, that was federal. Compl- that was... Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a okay. much, it's a much more complicated, you know, precedent. But um, it's basically saying that, you know, like, as a state, you cannot take away a woman's right to get an abortion. Yeah. Um, and that's what they're trying to change. They're trying to kick it back down to the state so a state can decide that or not. Mm. So... If you're a state, you can go farther, right? Like, you can say, like, oh, you can get an abortion, you know, up to, you know nine months like you're allowed to do that as a state you just can't go past where they went which yeah. i think was 24 weeks okay like you can't restrict it past that past point. that time because that's um, like third trimester you know yeah, like you know like so before business. then or whatever but yeah. um so you know it's it's a complicated thing but it's just like they just want to make it so that they as a state can decide and then like only people in alabama would you know decide okay. what happens in alabama okay um i'm gonna pause this because i think pharaoh may want to join this it's okay. gonna be 2.2 hold on If he picks up, he picks up. If he doesn't, either way. But I just figured he would want to uh, join in on this. Sorry, y'all. You got my butt. We had the video. Here we go. Alrighty. And I just need my other headphone thing. All right. Now, if he picks up, he picks up. Um, okay. What are you looking for? You're actually this. I have it in my hand. <laughs> Dope. Dope. All right. So, um, the big... Come right back. Um, my biggest thing is, even though these evangelical Christians, um, bo- like believe are are anti-abortion, right? Yeah. But even in cases of incest and rape, like there's no thought process. Like I, this is this is why I'm having the hardest time with this. It's like incest and rape, like. Family members fucking other family members and they create a kid and you feel as though a child should be born. Well, they believe it's a life. Yes, it's a life. But what are. What, uh, all right. Yes, it's a life. But what are the implications, the challenges the, like there are studies out there that show that the that uh, an incest particular baby. Right. Will have. Uh, you know, challenges, whether it be like mental, whatever the case it's is, the physical, genes, right? Yes. So if you have two people within the same family, it brings out those recessive genes. Exactly. Problems. Exactly. Um, no, I, it's one of those things. And I always, I get into arguments with Christians about this a lot because mm. I'm like, if you believe what you believe, then you have to believe it the whole way. Yes. So if and you not are, just part way. Exactly. Yeah. So like if you are somebody who really truly believes that abortion is wrong because you are taking away a life, mm. I a hundred percent understand why you would say in cases of you know, rape and incest, yeah. you should still have to have that baby because you believe that baby is a life 
that came here Point from blank. God. Yeah, I understand. And that, yeah. that you know, like, because you, you say, like, so what about other circumstances, right? Mm. Like, what if the kid is autistic? That's um, what I'm saying. What if the like, kid is blah, blah, blah? Do you, do you have the ability to kill it then? Like, when do you have the ability to kill babies? Like, that's how they think about it. I don't think about it in the same way, yeah. but I, I at least... I, by, I, by no means I'm like, do I. Yeah. I'm just like, be consistent if you're going to be consistent. Um, I'm like, incest and rape, like, the both things where... You know, a child being born into a world, you know, that is chaotic. Like, why why put that on? And that's another thing. So, one, why put that on the life? But then you know that, you know, these evangelical Christians and so forth. And, yes, I'm, like, speculating. But it's, like, I think at this point in time, it, 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 you know, it would it would uh, tend to be true. Hmm. But they would then, you know, uh, these evangelical Christians uh, will then, like, push away children that are in the detention centers. Yeah, they don't. But it's like this is a life, so you just what bring the light, br just bring a life into this world, and leave it out on its own, and then just leave it there because you know you're not, they're not going to take care of it in any way, shape, or form. Like you're, you're then going to say, oh, the mother shouldn't have had this child, <laughs> you know, or they should, they shouldn't have been having sex. Like, come on now. Yeah, there's a lot of other his hypocrisy. Like hypocrisies the, upon hypocrisies upon hypocrisies. That's the fucking Republican Party. <laughs> just hypocrisy. <laughs> Truth. That shit is crazy, dude. That shit is crazy. Um, uh, a little. I just wanted to talk about a little bit more craziness on the Republican side. You know, we're just going to get it out before we get onto the other fuckery. Um, the tariff uh, trade wars. Oh, yes. Yeah, um, what recently happened, like last week? Because I know I saw. You know, it was brought up like last week or so. I mean, yeah. I was on vacation. I actually want, I do want to talk to you about that after we talk about this um, because that was some shit. Um, <laughs> white people are going crazy right now. Um, but go ahead in regards to the tariffs, and then we'll talk about other crazy white people. Um, so, uh, you know, Trump put a tariff on China. Because um, he thinks that China pays tariffs. Yes, he doesn't. He doesn't understand. He doesn't, what, understand. He doesn't understand what tariffs, how tariffs work. Um, oh my so goodness! He put a tariff on like a couple hundred million dollars. We need a, this impeachment needs to come about now. I can't. We can't do this anymore. But go ahead, son. Yeah. So he puts a tariff on like a hundred billion, a couple hundred billion dollars of Chinese goods. Um, that, China responds. That. But before that, who does that affect? Huh? Who does that affect? Well, it, it affects us. Yes, but who we, pre uh, predominantly? What do you mean? And his, uh, you know, people who actually go for him, farmers. Well, no. So, <laughs> um, so the the tariffs that he's putting on is almost blanket. It doesn't yeah. really. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt farmers as much as he thinks it does. Okay. What it's what the Chinese what? do. Okay. It's yeah. what the Chinese yeah, yeah. do because okay. the thing about it is so like for instance if you put a, a when we put tariffs on the Chinese right mm. we all have to pay more money yeah, for Chinese goods because uh, so but the problem break is, it down like granular afterwards yeah, so but the problem is that for us. We we don't have the ability to just go other places and buy things. No, we right? can't. No, yeah. It's it's really hard to kind of change those those channels. Exactly. It's much different if the Chinese government does it. So what the Chinese government is doing is say, mm. okay, you're gonna put tariffs on us. We're gonna put we tariffs gonna on you, yeah. but we're gonna put it on the farmers, right? So yeah. what we're gonna do is we're gonna, we're gonna put them. it on soybeans. We're yes. gonna put it on pork. They know we're what they're doing. We're gonna put it on other things, and it, it's a lot easier for them. A lot easier for them because a they are a huge economy, and b they have yeah. a command and control government. Yes. Right. Their government is communist. Mm. So. So they can really hit them with the hurts, and they can tell all the businesses you cannot buy from them anymore. Shit, you know and what I'm saying? Hurt, because and give give uh, give the people so in regards to a percentage, our approximation, in regards to um, how much we rely on China in regards to like even in the farmers. Um, oh well, just yeah, just drastically. I mean, you know, we're we're getting so many of our our goods. Would and you it's say just, like 50, 60 percent, seventy five? I'm not going to put percentage on it because okay. honestly, I, I'm just, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Um, Fair enough. But Fair I, enough. I do know that like a large portion of, so like the majority of like pork and, and like, you know, soy oh, that yeah. we sell comes from, we, we end up selling it to China because mm. they have billions and billions of people, Yeah. you know, and, um, Oh, so, so it comes from us, and we're selling it. Yeah, to yeah, we're, we're selling it to them. Like mm -hmm. they're they're the buyers. But if they decide to buy somewhere else, it's not like as soon as you take the tariffs down, they're gonna come back. Come back, they're right? Because like, nah, they've changed everything already. Yeah. yeah. Like the idea of so when you think about you know just in a larger sense, what he's trying to do is he's trying to get China to start playing by the rules because China does break what the is, rules of what international is his art trades. of the deal. Um. So yeah, it's like this. I the strategy, but the the Trans Pacific 
partnership that mm. Obama was doing was the better strategy. Yes. Because what you do is you partner with everybody around China and then you isolate them and then you make it so they have to pay by those rules because nobody else is training with Obeasy, them. that's my man. You can't do it unilaterally. Mm. That is too big. Yeah. And eventually they just kind of go around you and it's, that's what they're doing. And so Trump thinks Trump thinks that it's Trump thinks that oh let's uh, squeeze China a little bit, yeah, right, and then they'll they'll beckon to our call or whatever the case is. Like, nah, white privilege is not working like that <laughs> in the in the world right now, motherfucker. Especially not with China. Yeah, I mean that works if you're doing it to somewhere like some small, yeah, Norway, country. Finland, something. No, you no, know? like something like a small economy that's relying on you oh like some like some like, like island yes, nation island you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah, that yeah. has like yeah. no natural resources yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, but if you yeah. have some kind of complex economy um tariffs don't work mm. all tariffs do is make everybody pay more that's why you keep trying to get rid of them so on a granular scale we'll take it like this as you said soybeans right so they so basically china puts the 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 tariffs on on soybeans yeah. right so now the farmers right so it's so it's not that when you know that or we'll say this it's not when trump slaps tariffs on China that uh, that China is like, oh, we have to give you a lump sum of money. That's not yeah. how that shit works. That then, I mean, Republicans know of the trickle-down effect. That then trickles down to farmers, you know, in this instance, in this example, and then what, what the farmers now have to do is they have to pay extra, like, taxes or whatever the case is. So something that used to be, like, $5 is now probably, like, $10, or, you know, not so drastically, well, but... So this, uh, at a basic level, the way tariffs work is... I put a tax on Chinese goods. There you go. So if I want to buy something from China, yeah. I have to pay 25% more from China. The idea is that... Cars. Yeah, so like the idea is that, okay, like if I were to want to buy a car from China, I'm going to have to pay 25% to more than what I would do if I bought American. So the idea is that I'll switch and buy American. But yeah. it's not that easy okay, in this type of economy it. with this large of a state. We buy so much stuff for them. Yeah. So what ends up happening is I just have to pay more for whatever I buy what? from Amazon yeah. and from Walmart. Exactly. It gets passed on to me. Exactly. And that's what's happening. Well, so that's what's just happening to the American consumer. We're just paying more. Mm-hmm. For the formers, what's happening is they're doing the same thing on their side, but yeah. they're or it's much easier for them to be effective about it. Mm. So now I can say, okay, like we're going to raise the prices on soybeans for you guys and also... The communist government feels like it's a bad idea for you to buy from the U.S. <laughs> from the U.S. And they're going to hear that and be like, oh, shit. Yeah, we're yep. switching it. We're you know switching someplace else. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. And uh, right now, the and not to kind of get too much into this farming thing because, I don't know, but the farmers I'm seeing, you know, I've watched on Vice and so forth, they're getting hit with a whole bunch of, uh, you know, a slew of, of um, you know, uh, impacts to their business like right now smaller farmers are being bought out so there's almost not a monopoly but you know are being bought out by like bigger uh you know companies and then and these companies that are um that are like the uh what do they call it there's like a term for it but uh ones that are, are larger almost like a walmart like how walmart does yeah. with smaller things right yeah. so th- if if these farmers these farmers for the most part in my opinion became farmers to sustain their own families, right? Mm. But now it's like if they get bought out or the seeds that they use are from like an uh, you know a, a global, you know, uh yeah, yeah. thing they they're just getting fucked. So, but they still go with Trump. <laughs> yes, Trump is our guy. I mean, yeah. Just, uh... Anyways, um I actually wanted to talk to you before I forget. So last week I was on vacation, really dope time, mm-hmm. went to um, Puerto Rico, St. Thomas, St. Kitts, all the saints, not, well, not St. Croix, um, dope time, right? Mm-hmm. Really, really dope time. So um, on our way back, so it was like a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you're, we're stopping at a new island each day, right? Um, from, so Saturday, we sail all day Saturday and then we land early Sunday. Right. Um, on our way back, um, to like Puerto Rico, which is where we, which where we like, you know, docked at and stuff. The final um, point. Seven, eight o'clock in the morning. This, you know, we we uh, we actually um, feel like the boat, like boom, 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 boom. So I'm like, hold up, what the fuck is going on right now? What the fuck is going on right now? Right. But then you hear um, over the loudspeaker, they have a ding, 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 
<laughs> try to like, okay, announcement. Um, and then they're like, man overboard, man overboard. And we're like, you know, what the fuck? Like, so we jump out. So then we find out, you know, I'm talking, you know, trying to do my like, I don't know, you know, interviewing and whatnot, what happened at the scene. Um, you know, being oh, nosy. Being nosy. Yeah. yeah. You know, black people will call it nosiness. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then I find out that this like kid, whoever, guy, not mm. kid, but guy, jumps o- jumps jumps over, and before he, like, jumps, he's like, I love you. So then you're like, oh, shit, is he trying to commit suicide? Um, and then when he lands, he's like, I told you, bro, I told you, bro. So then we're like, what? You- so then I'm thinking, did he do this off of, like, a bet, trying to tell his friend or his family member, like, I can jump and they'll stop the boat or some shit? Like, I- what the fuck is going on right now? And I'm just like, I don't think that I would ever see some shit like that, dude. Never thought I was being. Did you find out why he did it? No, so anybody... I've been trying. I need to. I need to research to see like what came about. But like he survived. Apparently he like jumped in with like just like a, a beater on. Yeah. And it like came off. But the reason why he did that possibly because they said if you had clothes on you would get dragged down right. And if you were trying to commit suicide you would if and especially jumping over a boat not to get too morbid but you would do that at night because nobody would see you like and nobody would know that you did it like yeah. like I, we actually looked. Um, you know, in research to kind of, which is interesting, like, hey, you know, you know, how's this jumping overboard thing? Is this, is this like a, a you this know, like a common thing? occurrence? <laughs> and they were like, you know, I think it was like a year or two ago and then like five years ago. So it's not like a, a common occurrence, but it's yeah. still like, oh shit. So just some crazy shit. So um, he gets banned from Carnival, from what we find out, banned from Carnival and apparently like a 20 plus thousand dollar fine. Good. Like, of Don't course, good. Of course, good. And I'm just, and that shit is, but I just had to tell you guys my story because that shit is ridiculous. I'm like, <laughs> so many thoughts were running through my head. Like, why would you do something like that? Especially, that's a, that's, a cruise ship is tall. Have you been on one before? No, I haven't been on a cruise. That shit is tall, dude. So I'm just trying to, and we're moving at like 20 plus knots. Mm. And I'm like, nah, dude. Anyways, um, craziness. We're going to go on to other fuckery. Um, <laughs> well, actually, no, 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 not fuckery. Well, I wanted to kind of like go up on this, right? On 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 like after uh, talking about Trump and shit. Um, We're going to some positive stuff, like what positive. is positive? Oh wow, positive. Black positive, black positivity. Positivity, right here. Morehouse, Ooh. congratulations, uh, class of 2019. Mm-hmm. Morehouse, um, as you know, others may have seen, or I'm not too sure if you've seen, but Robert F. Smith, who was given uh, an honorary uh, degree mm-hmm. from Morehouse comes up he's actually the ceo so you know let me preface this so robert f smith is the ceo of vista equity partners mm-hmm. um black guy and cornell grad is he a cornell grad cornell grad oh Stand shit up. oh shit okay cornell grad so um he's he comes up and is like my family is looking to put together a grant to eliminate the class of 2019's college debt Golly, I would have fell out. I would have fell out. I would have fell out. Like that's like that's black positivity right there, dude. What do you think about that? Uh, what is, what is the 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 girl who thought she was black? Those all. What? Those all. The one who thought she was black. Yeah. Rachel Those all. <laughs> somebody put up a, <laughs> a meme. A meme. <laughs> and it's like I, I saw too. That. <laughs> I'm <laughs> a graduate. Yes. <laughs> Everybody, there was another meme. There was another meme that went up. It was like y'all gotta um, put a watch out for those for those people who who uh, didn't finish their didn't finish their their. Oh yeah, like yeah, like one point, like one credit. You had left. one credit left, and you could, and you decided for whatever reason, like you, your whole <laughs> your your debt could have been paid off. That had to hurt. I laugh, I laugh, but it's not funny if you were in that case because I would have been pissed. Like, hold up! I'm class of 2019. <laughs> Do I have to graduate this year? Like, what is it? I'm, I'm part of the class, though, when I came Yo, but in. That's a college hustle. I mean, we already seen the college mm-hmm. hustle, but that shit would be the, the hustle right there. But HBCU. So he also then said this to the class of 2019. Robert F. Smith then said, the rest of these, you know, the rest of my, uh, my, my graduates and alumni um, will, um, will make sure we pay it forward. Mm-hmm. And they, um, 
I believe they're, you know, I don't know if they've like come together on like a concrete number, but there was a number thrown out saying a hundred thousand dollars, you know, that that the class of uh, of uh, twenty nineteen will, you know, look to kick back into because of course we have, yeah, yeah. you know, issues within the HBCU community right now where you know their accreditation, you know, is is being uh, challenged, mm -hmm. um, and where you know HBCUs aren't flourishing as much. And you went to Cornell. Mm -hmm. And I remember you told me about not it's not the endowment. It's not an endowment, but like, you know, when when alumni will give back to the oh, school. Oh yeah, no, that's endowment. Endowment. Thank yeah. you. I had it right. Boom. <laughs> um point on the board. Um so I know like we may have spoken to about this personally on um, you know, um off of uh yeah. out of the podcast, but um isn't the the disparities should I, should I say in regards to the alumni that gives back to a predominantly white institution mm -hmm. and especially like a Cornell which is you know Ivy League mm -hmm. and then compared to HBCUs you know the the endowments you know people aren't really giving back to HBCUs you know yeah, their I alumni mean, HBCU alumni um, I, I I just think it's when you look at the problem of HBCUs, mm. um, part of the issue is that all the you know all the wealth is is concentrated within very few people, and very, very few so. of them are black. Very you know, so. so like, however, however successful you turn out as a HBCU grad. Like, how many of you are going to be in that stratosphere where you're able where to I kick back, back yeah. 8 million, 10 million, by building 100 million? You know, these are the type of, of endowments that schools like this get. And mm. then if you're a school like Harvard, the majority of people who you accept come from families like that, right? So Like, like Lori Laughlin? Huh? Yeah. yeah well... <laughs> I mean, even like higher, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like people who are really going to be able to kick back, mm. like, you know, like um, Kushner. Okay. Like his type yeah, of family. Yeah, yeah, Somebody yeah. Somebody who could give you a $10 yeah, million yeah, yeah. Dollar check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, how many people in the black community can give you over a $10 million check yeah, to true. kind of support these schools? Yeah. So it Buy just, a building. Yeah, it just, makes it, it just makes it difficult for them to gain the critical mass of funds in order to sustain the school. But yeah. like, it's not only a problem with HBCUs. This is like the majority of schools within the United States don't okay. have huge endowments. Endowments. It's yep. just like these top, maybe ten or fifteen schools that have all the spoils yeah. of of your war. UNCs, you know, yeah, your Miamis, you know, your Georgetowns, your Penn States. Yeah, yeah, yeah schools you know? like that. Um, yeah. But the the good thing, just kind of talking about college, yeah. um, is that the like wh when we graduated, it seemed like our class for the most part was looking to like get out of New York just because, you know, this was before 2008 and the uh, recession. Yeah. Um, but now it seems like a lot more, not more like kids, high school graduates are like trying to stay in state so that they can capitalize off of, you know, whatever, you know, if you're in state, your tuition and stuff like that, in state tuition and not out of state. Yeah, I, I went out of state and I went to a private institution, a predominantly white institution, but it was, uh, that shit was like, yeah. Well, I think we're like, we're the first generation, like millennials were the ones who got hit with the education bomb. Yeah. Right. Mm. Like if you went to school before that, if you're like a generation Xer or like mm. a BAB boomer, yeah, yeah, like you yeah, didn't really graduate with a lot of student debt. Like, you know, by that's no why, means, yeah. that's why they're in Congress. Like, Oh, I pay for it for yeah, a summer I pay job. For it. Like, Lift yourself what? up by your bootstraps. What summer job Fuck paying you. me a hundred thousand a year. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. If I had that job, I wouldn't need to go to college. Yeah. Like, what if I had the $100,000 <laughs> your job? Well, right? a lot of people are starting to see that college is, you know. Well, they're just saying, like, they don't need to go into so much debt because that's the yeah. thing that kills you. Yeah. So, and especially when, you know, when, of course, we've we've uh, been hit with that, you know, when we graduated and we look to get a job, you know, because they say, oh, you know, go to school and you can get a job when you get out. And then we're like, hold up. Like, these jobs are trying to say their classic uh, their classic line, yeah, you don't uh, you don't have enough work experience. But it's like, bitch, I'm trying to get my experience. Like, where else am I supposed to get my experience It's at entry level here. Yeah, like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, if I had experience, this wouldn't be entry level. I don't understand. <laughs> you don't have enough experience. <laughs> that shit is crazy. So, I mean, definitely shout out to Robert F. Smith. Uh, congratulations. I would also say, like, especially along the lines with that, though, is that it's, it's phenomenal that he's done that. Yeah. But there's trillions of dollars out there in student debt. Like, this trillions? Is system, no, that's very true. This is a very systematic very thing. True. And, like, one billionaire, one corporation isn't going to be the... Well, he the, makes... Well, he, he makes... He makes uh, 
you know, we can actually see now, you know, that it's like, granted, you're right. One billionaire, millionaire, whatever billionaire I think he is, um, is not going to change anything, but it's going to change their lives. But it's like you just like you see the random acts of kindness and then you just hope that, you know, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's nice. But I do think it's like somebody sticking their pinky in the dam. You know, I like, feel you. like I feel it, you. It, I feel for them, if he did for I me, I'll be happy too. Yeah, and it'd I'd be, be great. like, thank you. Yeah. But like this bomb of debt is going to blow up yeah. in our faces. And yeah. you already see it in the fact that millennials don't buy houses at the same rates. They're don't not buy having cars kids. in the yeah. same yeah. rate. They're not, not having kids. Having kids yeah. are not getting married. Yeah. Yeah. And you're seeing all the results of putting people $200,000 in debt yep. before they turn 23. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that that's uh, that is interesting. Um, kind of just talking about school um, and schools in Powell, Ohio. <laughs> this is uh, not the. Uh, the this best. is a Bellevue story. I don't even know about that. Uh, I, wasn't even trying I to, saw this. So it it's, interestingly <laughs> enough, I actually saw it on shout out to Jesus and Mero. Um, and you know, we like to have you know some you know. Uh, some right, some ratchet, some ratchetness at times, you know. Oh, so, <laughs> so um, you know, just to preface this, students were accused. Actually, no, I'm not gonna even say this yet. I want, I want, I want them to. No, no, we've been. Oh, no, you're I gonna want, pay a I clip? Want, yeah, I want to hear. Let them hear it. For adding bodily fluids to a home ec cooking project eaten by teachers. The Columbus Dispatch reports that as part of a year-end project, crepes were prepared by students in a home economics class at mm. Hyatt's Middle School. During the food preparation, some students allegedly added urine and oh, semen to no. the crepe mixture. Oh, at least shit. five victims consumed the tampered food. It wasn't until after the food had been eaten that school officials were aware of the incident, as the Dispatch reports that a student allegedly filmed other students adding the bodily fluids hold up what do you mean filmed like you i'm trying to say oh who's i'd be fired who's <laughs> i would have hit that dude with the meanest <laughs> <laughs> me too i'm sorry but i <laughs> you would catch the illest two piece they'd be, they'd be like spencer you're i mean you got fired, you. Bro. Yeah, like, I, been like, I understand <laughs> why you did it <laughs> but i think after i after i punched that kid in his throat <laughs> I think I think I would have just been like, and I quit. And Fuck I this quit. shit. But you're not gonna you are not going to put any type of bodily fluids in a home ec project. Yeah, no, you gotta catch some hands for that. I'm sorry, yeah, we gotta go outside. And that has to be that has to be fair and square. I'm yeah. sorry. You yeah. a grown ass man right now. You feel like you're a grown man. We yeah. need to step outside. Yeah, we gotta square up. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll punch you dead in your throat right now. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, I would have. You was grown enough to put that in my food. I'm trying enough to, say, to take this outside. This is this is high school antics, but I'm just trying to say, like, for the per, for the guy who was recording it, what is he? What do you? This is semen, so we know how motherfuckers how you get semen, dude. You filming that? Like, I'm like, yo. Yeah. I would have, yeah, I would have caught. I would have definitely caught. He would have caught them. I'll be like, let me see that video. I would have caught a case. That's Billy. Um. Mm -hmm. Kind of just stay, staying on trying to punch people in their throat. We just gotta go to Deontay Wilder's comments. That's what I'm. That shit right there. I'd be opening up the boxing class. <laughs> oh, I want to be, be a gym Deontay. teacher. We gonna be the boxing. <laughs> Deontay Wilder. I just said, yo. So Deontay Wilder just faced. Um, what is his name? I'm gonna pull it up because I don't. Want, um, Dominic Bra uh, Brazil. Mm -hmm. A fight that happened, I think, on Showtime. Showtime is, is coming up. You know, I was talking about Jesus Amaro. I was actually also, you know, just a, you know, little side note. Um, I was watching, um, it's called Black Monday. That show's dope. You watch it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How far are you? I've killed it. No. You, you finished <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, I was so it. Black Monday, um, it stars um, Don Cheadle. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Don Cheadle. It also stars Regina King. Yeah. Um, no, I keep, no. Was that or Hall? I keep getting them mixed up. I feel so bad. I don't think it's King. But Regina King or Hall. Yeah. And, and, um, so I had to watch it just, just based off of that. And Regina King or Hall, please don't, you know, crucify me. I just, I keep, I keep messing up which one's King <laughs> or Hall. But, um, I'm actually just going to do it because I have to. I have to. Black Monday. Let's see who it was. Cause I don't wanna, I don't wanna like misquote it. I don't want to misquote it. Where are the actors? Regina Hall. Oh. And you thought it was King. I thought it was King. No, nope. Hall. See, everybody, see, we get it confused. Regina <laughs> Hall, shout out to her. So, just, so let me say this. Just based on when I, because I, you know, watch the Jesus and Mero show. Mm -hmm. um, and um, and shout out to the plug on the Showtime, you know, on the Showtime plug. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, I had to watch it based on, uh, based on that. But um, that was... Um, 
I forgot where I was going with that. I don't, I don't know. Anyways, Black Monday. You were, you were talking about Go Showtime it. having to glow up. You were talking about Dante Wilder. Yes. So we're just, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So Deontay Wilder, um, the fight with um, this guy Brazil was actually on Showtime. Okay. Thank you. I I needed to be reminded. Um, so his comments were, you know, and I wanted to get your opinion on them. You know, if if you agree or or, or, or how you feel. Um, okay. But I want to get, you know, I want, you know, the listeners and the viewership to, like, see this and, you know, just have a, you know, interesting conversation because he was going to, you know, we want to punch kids in their throat. So, <laughs> here we go. Let me see if this is it. That's what I'll be saying. Without belief, there's no going, to, there's no tomorrow. Without belief, we can't be great. We all have greatness in us, but greatness is only determined by service. So apply your service, and you shall see your greatness about yourself as well. So actually, that's just the, I wanted to just preface that also. He comes from the mindset of saying, saying that. That was empowering. Yeah. Like, that sounds, like, wh when you hear that, like, say if you didn't even see, you know, what, what are you hearing that, what, do you, what are you thinking? No, I mean, it's, you know, positivity. Amen. Positive message. Yes. And then we hear this. Hey, Dominique Brazil asked for this. I didn't go seek him. He seeked me. So if it comes. I'm sorry, but the, those kids, <laughs> I didn't seek them. <laughs> I'll be saying that exact same kids. speech. <laughs> Little Billy asked for this ass whooping. <laughs> I ain't seek him. He seek me. I told him to make oh, a crate. <laughs> Want to stick his dick in the crate. Oh, fuck. This I, couldn't, I couldn't help it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't come seek them. They <laughs> I'm gonna play it. This is a brutal sport. This is not a gentleman sport. I keep saying this is not a gentleman sport. We don't ask to hit each other in the face, but we does in a way. And you can ask any doctor around the world, and he'll tell you the head is not meant to be hit. Anybody can go. And on this particular time, we have bad blood against each other. This is the only spot where you can kill a man and get paid for it at the same time. It's legal. So why not use my right to do so? Right there. That was something else. How do you feel? How do you feel about those comments right well, there? I mean, I, I think like I think it's a situation where if you take it in a vacuum, it yeah. sounds insane. Exactly. If you take it as the history of boxing. Mm -hmm. People say crazy shit like that all the time. I mean, Mike Tyson said that he wanted to fuck somebody in, until they loved him. Yeah, I mean, they. He you said know, he was going to eat his children. All praise to Allah. <laughs> that's what that's, boxers that's say what crazy said. stuff to promote their fights. You know, like that's what they do. But um, um, so let me give you this. Uh, let me give you this next little snippet of it. Let me give you. Can't wait. I'm gonna get him out of there. He's gonna be in a dramatic fashion. In a fashion no one has ever seen. His life is on the line for this fight, and I do mean his life. Are you still trying to get that body on your I'm still trying to get me a body on my way. Mm. <laughs> so are you so in regards to boxing, I mean it's true. It is a sport. Gl like gladiator style. Yeah, I mean. Like the old Roman days. Old, you know. And that's this is this is what it is. So it, cause, but a lot of, and the reason why I bring this up because a lot of people had like issues with that, where it's like, oh, this is supposed to be a sport, you know, that this is you know supposed to be for you know the merit and so forth, not you know trying to. No, come on, you know what you're watching. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Tell them reasonably woke. Let's do it. <laughs> no, it's reasonably real, woke. Like, I, I think it's like um, I don't know. Do you ever watch Blackish? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, all the okay. time. Yeah. Did, you see I, did they cut? Did the new season start? Yeah, yeah. Damn, I'm behind. All right. There's an episode, though, where, like, um, he wants his kid to play football, and yeah. then you see all the parents, and they're like, oh, your kid's really good at playing football. And yeah. he's like, yeah. He's like, oh, like, your kid looks big. He's like, oh, I'm not letting my kid play football. It's too dangerous. He's too exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you where know. A lot of kid, where a lot of kids, are, uh, uh, parents, yeah. are keeping their kids out of it. We played football. Yeah, but you I mean, know? like, you, you know what's happening on that field. Exactly. Like, you know, these kids are getting clean. Like, you know, when you see a hit like that, you're like, oh, that's Damn. a good hit. But you know what happened, yeah. right? That person, that's the same thing in boxing. Mm. So you can't really take out. stumbling. Yeah, you know, like, you're, you're punching somebody in the head. I don't care what kind of glove you have on. Yeah. That's almost worse. But they said the, those gloves are really, like, lightweight. That it's really, like, you're. Yeah, it's not stopping but, nothing. Yeah, it's not stopping. But it's, like, they're. The fighters like they'll feel it and everything, you know. But yeah. it's like a light glove, yeah. They break their hands, yeah, on people's on heads. People's heads, yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. So mm -hmm. like, and it's one of those things too, almost where, like UFC, you know how they wear those like 
those yeah, little yeah. things on them. Oh, yeah, the UFC. It's like, almost better because they're not just hitting you. You're not getting this, like, yeah. low-grade concussion after low-grade concussion <laughs> after low-grade concussion. One after the next. You know, like, you get hit once, you're boom, you're out. Exactly. But that's it. That's mm. over. Mm. Um. So, I, yeah, like, you know, like, boxers say crazy stuff like this all the time. And yeah. when you're like, oh, it's a sport, it's not like they're running track, okay? Mm. Like, these go. guys are trying to beat each As other to said, the point where they pass out. This is not a gymnast out. sport. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is not a gymnast so. sport. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that was what i had for today dude anything else <laughs> did i miss anything it was really just the tariffs i mean it's it's summer mm-hmm. so or going to be um memorial day weekend that's when we're recording this right now so shouts yeah. out to everybody hope you have a, a great time uh i'll be playing at three westerly in austin new york today so that's gonna be a really good time Dope. um but yeah dude yeah did i miss anything <laughs> no no i think I'm you good? covered the all right if you have any news. gold star points are you sending anybody to the great fields? I mean, we already talk, spoke about Ben Carson, but. <laughs> um, if I have a gold star point is, so, you know, one of my favorite artists is Jay-Z. Okay. Um, okay. And I don't know, through like a couple of events that have happened over the past couple of weeks, I've I've been able to listen to his music a lot For real? more. I've been able to get like understand some of the stuff that he was talking Same. about yeah um and i think primarily I know we were talking like, huh? i know like when we were growing up and we like listened to half of the songs we didn't know yeah. what we were singing along but we didn't know what the fuck we were talking about <laughs> but i i just think that like through business when he's talking about these people who yes. he, he works with yeah. and he, you know he he talks about just like i don't know it's almost like a personal responsibility thing where like you know like he can do mm. what he can do for you right yeah. but like you got to kind of do for yourself and people it also kind of reminded me of this um, this scene in The Sopranos, okay. where this guy basically, um, so Tony Soprano, um, this guy's asking for advice from Tony Soprano. He okay. had lent out some money, and he's like, how do I get this money back? Okay. He's like, look, he's like, you need to go press that guy, because at a certain point, they're going to act like they're doing you a favor, mm. paying you back. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you just, I don't know, you, you you start to see these things, and you're like, oh, like, you start to see it so much in, in your line of business. Exactly. That you're like, oh, like, I understand. You're starting to see it. More yeah. deeply where these people where are coming from. About, yep. So, yeah, I just think that, you know, um, if you if you want to accomplish something, look at somebody who's accomplished that already and Mentors. stick to them and just, and listen to what they have to say. Mentors. Because even if you don't get it now, when you get into their position, you'll be able to understand it yeah. a lot more deeply. I, I definitely agree with that. Um, uh, my also gold star point um, is make sure – not make sure. Um, I think that everybody needs to go through a point in time where you unlearn everything that you thought you knew. Um, that's that's kind of where I'm going. That's where I'm at <clears throat> in my life right now, where I'm kind of unlearning the stuff that I thought that I knew and just, you know, the things where, you know, if I was stuck on a problem at one point mm. in time, like when I was younger, in my 20s, I would even say, which was not that long ago, um, like I would just say, oh, I don't know, you know, and just keep keep going with life, you know, mm. but if we are, if you have like a task that you need to accomplish at hand and, and or anything, yeah, anything in life that faces you is going to be a challenge and obstacle. Like research that, yeah, research that because you know instead of it like you know festering in your mind because that's what happens to me. I'm like oh you know I could do this and I and not doing it. Just do it. <laughs> and research right. You know I have this you know just going through like like with DJing now. But anyways, so gold star point. Um, just keep researching, dude. Keep researching. Always stay a student. Yeah. Because I, I thought that after you graduated, you were never a student. Keep staying a student. Always be learning. There you go. So this is Reasonably Woke. We hope that you learned something. Hopefully. You know? <laughs> Boom. Yes. Cut!